Good morning. It's been a rough couple of weeks, and as everyone keeps reminding us, it's just going to get worse. So if you haven't figured out how to live into this new normal, you have time. We are all experiencing all kinds of emotions. I know I am. Grief for what was, fear of the unknown, and worry. I'm worried about my family, my children, my grandchildren, who I can't help in any way. I can't see them, and I can't hold them close and safe. I'm worried for my husband, and yes, I'm worried for myself, feeling so vulnerable just going out to the grocery store. So what are you grieving for? What are you afraid of? What is worrying you? Your health, your retirement, your job, paying your bills, or suddenly having to homeschool three children? And I don't know that I have any words of wisdom to offer. I'm not an expert in anything in any way. So I'm probably not even the best person to be standing up here right now talking to you, because I'm just as fearful and worried as everyone else. In some ways, it reminds me of when I first retired and I wandered around the house, not sure what day it was or what I was supposed to be doing. It took me a while to adjust to the new rhythm and pattern of my days. And that's kind of how I feel right now, trying to figure out what this life looks like, this new normal of empty grocery shelves and closed doors and social distancing. And perhaps that's the work for all of us right now, figuring out how do we go forward without knowing what going forward even looks like. So where do we even start? Where do we find the grace and light what is happening in our lives and in our world right now? How do we do that when we're isolated from our churches, our friends, and our families? How do we shelter in place in the midst of all of our fears? And perhaps it is exactly what we are doing here today. Me standing here in an almost empty cathedral talking to a camera and you out there on your computers or your iPhones. We are staying connected. We are sticking together in our cluelessness and our anxiety. I can't see your faces as I speak, but I feel your presence and your love for one another loving one another as we are so loved. And I think the only thing that I am sure of at this moment is that we will come through this pandemic, maybe not today and probably next week, 
but we will get through it together. Julian of Norwich, who lived through years of plagues that swept across Europe in 1373, had astonishing visions of Jesus and his suffering, his compassion and his mercy and his love. And even those who know absolutely nothing about Julian of Norwich know her most famous words, all will be well, all manner of things will be well. And I'm not telling you this because I think this will be easy, because it won't be. But like Julian, I do believe that all will be well. And I don't know what that looks like. The world and our lives are changing as we speak, but we go forward together in hope. Jesus reminds us that the greatest commandment is to love God with all our heart and all our soul and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And right now, that's exactly what we are doing, protecting the most vulnerable among us and reaching out to those who need us. We may be social distancing and keeping physically apart, but we're showing up reaching out to folks in the community to make sure that people are all right, checking in, supporting each other as we go forward together. There are folks that are offering morning prayer and Compline and evening prayer, giving moments of peace and grace to carry us through the day. Our Garfield partnership is collecting food and hygiene supplies for our neighbors and making sure that the kids in the neighborhood don't go hungry. And those in the greater community are stepping up and reaching out to do what they can to help the, their neighbors. My neighborhood, for example, has developed lists of those who can run errands, identifying those who need food and supplies, checking up on those who live alone, the elderly, and those who may need our help. People all over Phoenix and all over the country are figuring out ways to get needed masks and supplies to the hospitals. Sewers and folks with 3D printers making those masks. Facebook is being used as a clearinghouse for where to find needed foods and supplies and to list resources for those who are losing their jobs. Mr. Rogers reminded us to look to the helpers. And there, we will see God. The God who is in the people who are working tirelessly, selfishly, and sometimes around the clock to care for other people, even at the risk of their own lives. The God who is pulling us together, even though it may be on Zoom or live streaming or Facebook. The God who is right there in the suffering and shows up unbidden at our doors every day. Always reminding us that we are all connected, one to another, each one of us created in the image of God. We may be apart, but we are all in this together. So we wash our hands and we pick up the phone and we call those who are alone. We shop for those who can't. We share with those in need, and we breathe, and we try to be gentle with ourselves and with each other. Because at the end of the day, 
That's exactly what loving our neighbor as ourselves looks like.